Welcome to Profiles, a three-part podcast that dives deep into the lives of promotional products professionals. This episode is brought to you by Geiger, where you get what you need with an experienced global company, a supportive family of like-minded peers with a strong sense of corporate social responsibility and superior e-commerce and cybersecurity technology. Some roads aren't meant to be traveled alone. Join Geiger and experience success. Hello and welcome to our third series of Promo Corner's new podcast, Profiles, where we talk with longtime industry professionals to hear their stories and their take on the promotional products world today. I'm your host, Steve Woodburn, and thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. In this month's series, we're talking with Norman Cohen, chairman of the Advertising Specialty Institute, better known as ASI, about his 70 years in the crazy world of promotional products. In 2012, the Wall Street Journal featured Norman on a front-page article and called him the king of swag, a term that makes many in our industry grimace. Well, that was a nice, uh, well, I thought it was a nice article. I thought it was nice for the industry. Although I know many in our industry don't like to think that we're involved with, quotation marks, swag. Uh, And uh, we're not, as ASI and I'm sure PPA either, promoting that this is an industry of swag. But uh, they interviewed me at one of our trade shows and uh, saw the huge variety of items. And this reporter, Call it swag, which wasn't the first or last time somebody was going to call it that. Uh, I thought the the article was nice, and you know, uh, unfortunately, my parents of blessed memory aren't here. But if I could tell them that I was on the honestly on the first page of the Wall Street Journal, uh, they would uh, either be shocked. Well, they'd be shocked for sure. Uh, hopefully, they might even be proud. I hope that I would be remembered for more than uh, quotation marks, king of swag, quotation marks, but it was a cute comment, I thought. No matter what one may call the logoed products our industry sells, Norman believes they are effective at building brand awareness. I love products our industry sells. And I know that people might think, well, you're in the industry, of course, what are you going to say? But I have probably more items from our industry over the years that I've bought, I'm not talking about uh, things that advertisers may have sent or something. Uh, I like lit up products. Uh, I love calendars. I have more ballpoint pens than you can imagine. Uh, So I am not just a provider of information through ASI, but I am a user, a believer, And uh, I think that almost any company can be more effective in their advertising if they use promotion products. That does not mean they shouldn't ever think about television or radio or billboards, newspapers, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, we could put up what our industry offers on a return on investment cost effectiveness basis against any other advertising medium, and I believe we'd win. And what about those mega advertisers who spend multi-millions on one of the biggest televised events of the year? 
Could promotional products be a better fit or at least an add-on to help promote those brands? My, one of my favorite stories. If you were big enough to advertise at the Super Bowl, and I love the Super Bowl, I'm a football fan, uh, for 30-second ad, you spend five and a half million dollars this last year. Uh, and just before your 30-second ad was somebody else's 30-second ad, and after yours, another company's 30-second ad. So retention is very small. Of course, exciting to be big enough to advertise there. However, if the same end buyer spent $10,000 on promotion products, whatever different ones, pens, T-shirts, calendars, the whole realm of products, uh, that $10,000, there's tremendous retention which is why there's a great return on investment. ASI, where Norman is chairman, is a for-profit business. And PPAI, the Promotional Products Association International, is the non-profit industry trade association. While both work to benefit the industry, their approaches are different, which for many years created rancor and forced people to choose sides. Since Tim Andrews became president of ASI, and with leadership changes at PPAI, that animosity has lessened as both work together in many areas to make the industry stronger. I believe in recent years that ASI and PPAI, which is the dominant association in the industry, have gotten much closer. Our president, Tim Andrews, and their former uh, head and current uh, temporary head while they're looking for a new person, uh, have worked together, spoken together on many occasions. And uh, PPAI does a great job representing the industry uh, on a variety of uh, issues that affect the industry. Uh, they go to Washington, one of our people, uh, Chuck, Michan has been involved with them, except for the COVID when they didn't do that, and they do that well. Uh, but we also have competitive products. They have a magazine, PPB. Uh, we have the counselor. Uh, they have the largest single trade show uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, and we have a group of trade shows. Uh, but we, in recent years, particularly since Tim Andrews has become our CEO, uh, have tried because it's what, what's good for the industry is good for everybody. In other words, there's no particular product that is so patentable or exclusive or that you can control uh, that uh, would enable one or the other to honestly be able to say, eh, we're the best. You know, you shouldn't belong to anybody else because we do this. And over the years, some people have tried to make us uh, aggressive competitors or have tried to be sure that people only belong to one or the other. Uh, and we appreciate those that are our members. I believe PPA, uh, appreciates those that are their members. But the, the most important thing is, if it's good for the industry, it's good for everybody, including PPA and ASI. And if it's only good for one, chances are it's not gonna help the industry grow. And all of us want the industry to grow. We want it to be bigger, more important, more significant. And uh, so we respect PPA. 
I believe they respect us more than they did in earlier times. And uh, hopefully we will continue to be good partners in, in all the things we can do that are going to help the industry grow. As a point of clarification, since we recorded this interview with Norman, PPAI has chosen a new president to take over for Paul Bellantone. His name is Dale Denham, and ironically, he worked with Norman at ASI from 2000 to 2010. Ours is an industry made up of many small companies, some who literally work from their home basement or garage, and it's a business where relationships matter. We're a relationship industry. There are industries where if you don't sell a Walmart or an Amazon, you know, you're a failure because they do spectacular amount of business. We don't have anybody so big in our industry that if you're a supplier, uh, that if you didn't sell that particular company, you would be doing spectacularly less business. Uh, we have, uh, give or take, 20,000 distributors, a few big ones, mostly medium and small size. And they have something like uh, more than 30,000 salespeople, uh, some uh, successful and some not so successful, but uh, those are just relative. But the point is, it, it's relationship. And it always has been, and my belief, it always will be in our industry. Norman is continually amazed by the variety of products our industry sells and how new products are regularly coming in. I, I've been in this industry so long that there were not, when I, in the mid days of my being the 70 years in the industry, a wearable products. It's just an example. Now it's a third bigger, give or take, of our industry sales. And there weren't wearables, and of course there weren't food gifts when we started either. Uh, so it's exciting. Uh, when I walk a trade show, there are items I see and I think, gee, I wonder how you can sell that to a company. Yet there are truthfully a million products, counting colors and sizes, uh, available in our industry, different products. And uh, it's just amazing that everybody who makes almost anything, once they discover, as we once discovered, this industry wants to figure out how they can put logos on the item to make it. And some items are sold in the industry, again, like food gifts, that don't have logos on it. The changes our industry and all businesses have seen with the advent of the Internet and a digital world meant ASI had to determine how and when to move from print to digital for their register and other printed products. Steve, I'd like to tell you that there's a secret sauce, but again, my nose will be getting longer. So uh, we've been very lucky. Um, when we acquired ASI, they had printing presses, non-union, I don't say that disrespectfully, uh, running uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And for the first several years, uh, I couldn't imagine how we could buy printing at what we were making it, doing our own printing for because of that. Uh, and then uh, one year, the management, we've always had professional management, came to me and said, we need to buy, there's new things in the printing world and we need to spend a million dollars 
to buy some new presses and other equipment that, to, to go along with that. And I thought, gosh, a million dollars. So I said, you know what? Let's check on what we can buy printing from someone else for and just see. Oh, well, you couldn't buy it for less because look at we're running 24 hours, seven days a week, et cetera. However, we did check and found out that we could buy printing on the outside for less than we were doing. So we got rid of all our printing equipment, didn't spend the million dollars. Uh, and bought printing from others. And uh, as we've had professional management, uh, printing was still significant in many things we did. Printing what was originally the consolidated catalog, which was the first time different companies' catalog material was put in a single uh, book, if you will, uh, and also printed catalogs for suppliers uh, and, and a variety of other things. And uh, Tim Andrews, our current president and CEO, who's been with us uh, more than 15 years, uh, helped us realize that printing was not the way to go and has gotten us into digital, which is now significant. We're much more a technology company. When we acquired ASI, we're a printing company with directories and magazines. And now we have in digital, uh, the variety of, instead of uh, a uh, directory, what we call ESP uh, and uh, a way to find products. And uh, we have a variety of newsletters, a variety of digital products uh, and far less uh, emphasis on the printed product. As technology continues to advance, what does he see for the future with ASI and their products? What the future will bring, uh, I wish I knew for sure. Uh, Tim and our team, and we've got about 400 employees who are a lot smarter than I, and that's the truth, uh, will hopefully identify it uh, as it's happening. And so, Steve, if I'm still around uh, five or 10 years from now, and we did an interview again, uh, you, uh, in asking that question, my, I'm suspecting that we will have gone beyond digital. What that is, I don't know today, but uh, it's certainly a totally different company today. Uh, skills are totally different than they were in those days. And uh, again, what we hope to do is to find ways that suppliers can advertise their products and distributors can learn how to sell products uh, by whatever means and methods are in the future. In our third episode with Norman, he offers advice for newbies to our industry and discusses one of his biggest disappointments. He also tells the story of meeting Suzanne, the love of his life, the woman he's been married to for 56 years and what he hopes his legacy will be when all is said and done. From all of us here at Promo Corner, thanks for listening to Profiles. I'm Steve Woodburn, and we'll see you next time as we wrap up with Norman Cohen. Thank you for listening to Profiles. Join us again as we continue to explore the lives of people who have impacted our industry. This episode is brought to you by Geiger, where you can experience growth with a global network of distribution and sales facilities and compensation that recognizes your worth.
Join a supportive family of like-minded peers because some roads aren't meant to be traveled alone. Join Geiger and experience success.